Hi, this is Shannon Kringen, Goddess Kringen, Seattle. It's now August 1st, 2020, and I just woke up. I'm not really awake. It's only 7-something in the morning, but I just woke up from another Tom Petty dream. I've had so many Tom Petty dreams. Um, He's a mythic figure to me. Rest in peace, Tom Petty. You widen my jetty. In this dream, there was his second wife, Dana, and she was very kind to me. Um, apparently, I went to their house, and they threw some kind of a, a party celebrating some of his fans, and I won some kind of contest where I got to talk to him. And in real life, Tom Petty did really like to meet fans, so the dream isn't realistic in that way. Uh, but in the dream, I got to sit with him and just tell him how much I appreciated his music. And then he played me. And then Dana filmed it with her smartphone. Uh, um, but I was kind of shy. It's just silly. But um, in the dream, he laughed and he played me some of his music that they recorded before they even did their first album and I went wow it's amazing how much better you guys got but I can still hear the spark he's like tell me what you think about this um and then I told him there was obviously a spark but that they got so much better especially on the third album and then I told him the story of hearing refugee in a pizza parlor on a jukebox and I literally ran over and went oh my god what is this and I cried when I heard Refugee and I knew that it sounded like Bob Dylan and the Birds because my dad used to play that music around me but I knew I liked it even more than those other musicians it just had more of an edge more of a full-bodied sound more of a more of an anger or more of a something, an edge, I guess you would say, more emotional for me than hearing Bob Dylan and the birds, although I love them too. Um, And then Tom laughed, and then I said thanks for being kind to me, to both Dana and Tom, and they lived in this really tall, skinny, stucco house that was hard to climb the staircase of to get into. And Tom's like, I really need a rest. I don't know when the the next album's coming out, but I might need a long, a long rest. Um, and then he just kind of looked at me and Dana and smiled and just walked up the staircase. And I don't remember what happened after that. Dana said, we called a car for you. And then I got a ride home to wherever my car was. Um, interesting dream. Nothing... Nothing x-rated happened, nothing too remarkable happened. It was just kind of comforting and validating, and his music means a lot to me. His his entire albums, not just the hits. The hits in some cases are more boring to me than the actual... uh, I don't like the term deep cuts, but if you listen to an entire Tom Petty album... All the songs are good. There's no filler. There's no... He was meticulously careful about choosing which songs to go on each album and the order of the tracks. Tori Amos has said the same thing. Picking the order of the tracks is very important to both Tom Petty and Tori Amos. Those are my two of my favorite songwriters. 
Uh, I write a lot of poetry, not a lot, but I write poetry, and I'm very inspired by songwriter lyrics. Um, I don't read a lot of books or poetry, uh, but I listen to a lot of music, and I I tend to memorize lyrics and sing along, and just music is very important to me, and um, so it's funny, I haven't had any dreams about the current situation we're in, the medical and financial crisis we're in. I haven't had any dreams regarding any of that. This is not really in my psyche, so I'm I'm still into the art of the music and the health and nature. So have a good day, everyone. I just wanted to record this dream before I forgot it. All I really remember is Tom and Dana and fruit in their house and sitting on a couch near Tom, Petty, and Dana and Tom were kind to me, and there was other people in the house, but I don't remember that, and there was just something about feeling like a sense of communication. Oh, and at one point I was rambling on about music and why I loved his music, and both him and Dana were looking at me like glazed over a little, and I went, oh, I'm sorry, I, I do a a podcast where I do 50-minute monologues and I need to remember that I'm I'm not doing a monologue. I'm in a dialogue with Tom Petty and Dana Petty. And so, and then they both laughed. Um, so that was like a very realistic dream in terms of that. In terms of a lot of the things that I said to them, it was pretty realistic. Um, and they say dreams are really all about you. Like, you know, Tom Petty and Dana Petty probably were just symbolizing aspects of myself. So the fact that they were so kind to me, because sometimes I have dreams about Tom Petty and he's kind of rejecting of me. He is not interested in talking with me. This Tom Petty dream, him and Dana were both pretty friendly to me and open to my ideas um, and responded well to me. So I feel like that was validating that I can trust myself and know that my points of view are valid because honestly I don't agree with a a lot of what people are saying in the media right now about what's going on whether it's alternative or mainstream Um, and I'm alienated from a lot of people um, in my family my mom and dad and boyfriend all see this thing a little differently than me Uh, And that's a little um, alienating and uncomfortable. I feel a little bit like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, a little bit like Pink Floyd the Wall. I don't want to march to the meat grinder. I want to stay awake and alert, uh, stay in touch with my common sense and my health and not get caught up in fear and anger. Um, Okay, thanks for listening. Have a nice day, everyone. Uh, my website, shannonkriegan.com, if you want to see my artwork or my music, etc., email me with questions or comments. Thanks. Good luck.